UCSB Reads 2022 selection, Exhalation Stories, tackles themes related to essential questions of human life, including free will, fate, bioethics, time travel, virtual reality, cyborgs, and artificial intelligence. In addition, it is the first science fiction book and book of short stories to be chosen for UCSB Reads. I spoke to author Ted Chang about the philosophical underpinnings of the novel, artificial intelligence, storytelling, and about some of Chang's influences. So I guess to start it off, um, it's been three years since you published uh, Exhalation, and obviously a lot has changed in the world since then. Right off the bat, how do you think this work has changed for you since you first wrote and published it? Do you interpret it any differently? Um, no, my reaction to the work has not changed um, significantly. Mostly, I guess uh, I've been, you know, completely surprised at uh, the response that the work has gotten. Um, I, uh, you know, for for most of my career. Um, my work was only read by um, people who read science fiction magazines, and um, and you know that's a fairly small audience, and uh, it really never occurred to me that my work uh, would even you know be of interest to a broader audience. So uh, so it's it's been kind of uh, odd. And totally unexpected, but but you know, in a good way, uh, to uh, learn that my work uh, does does apparently speak to a um, a wider audience of people who are not traditionally readers of science fiction short stories. And a very large theme in your work, um, as well as in that film, uh, is the complex relationships humans have with technology. Um, what draws you to this concept and how is it demonstrated in your work? Well, you know, obviously we live in um, an incredibly technologically saturated time. Uh, and, you know, I guess humans have always, uh, I suppose, lived in a technologically saturated time, but uh, I guess maybe what differentiates the modern era is uh, the sort of rapid onslaught of new technologies. Um, you know, in the past, new technologies came uh, at longer intervals and they spread much more slowly. Now, you know, new technologies are being in introduced uh, like seemingly every day and uh, we're having to adapt with them uh, very quickly. And uh, you know, so th that is, I think, you know, one of the uh, central concerns of science fiction as a field. Um, and, you know, it is also, uh, you know, something that I am personally very interested in. I, um, I'm always thinking about, you know, how do new technologies affect the ways that we interact with each other, the ways that um, uh, we think about ourselves and 
uh, how how much they um, they shape us without our you know are necessarily wanting them to or uh, you know being even being aware of. And when you write these um, stories and these characters have these um, sort of realizations of um, basically how, how small they may be like in the grand scheme of the universe and um, but ultimately have, have their own impact. Do you set out to write about certain themes or philosophies or do you find that in the work as it comes along? So, you know, I am, I'm very interested in uh, thought experiments and in the ability for science fiction to uh, illuminate philosophical questions. Um, so, you know, in that sense, um, philosophical, philosophical questions are often the, the core that, uh, of the story. They are where the story starts for me. Um, so, uh, you know, they, they are the, you know, sort of often the central or driving impulse behind uh, the story. Uh, they are not things which sort of come along uh, later on. Um, but I guess, you know, I should say, I should also say that um, uh, you know, when I'm, you know, trying to, when I'm thinking about a story, it, like in the very early stages, uh, you know, I might not know what it's about uh, or why I'm interested in a specific idea. Eventually, you know, when I figure out what it is that I find interesting about a certain idea, it turns out it's like, it's usually, yeah, some philosophical question. And uh, it's only then that I can really start thinking about it as a story. Um, uh, so, you know, at the point that, you know, story writing happens, I have already, you know, thought about the philosophical question a lot. Um, but uh, before that, there is just sort of, you know, kind of a general uh, interest in, you know, sort of a vague speculative idea. And many of your stories in Exhalation weave uh, artificial intelligence um, into the stories of normal people with feelings and experiences that we can all relate to, um, such as in stories like Life Cycles of Software Objects and Truth of Fact, Truth of Feeling. So in your expert opinion or opinion, um, do you think we will see an invention like Digiants or the Remem memory life log in our lifetimes? Um, I think that we could certainly see something like uh, life logging uh, in our lifetimes. I think that is, uh, that could happen very soon. Um, I don't know that it will, but I think you know, it, it should become technologically, you know, possible very soon. Um, yeah, then the, the greater question is, uh, yeah, will people actually you know, want it as a product. Um, but even if it doesn't take the specific form of, you know, life logging as described in the story, 
uh, I think you know, we will be dealing with some of the same issues that the story raises just because of uh, our um, uh, the fact that we are you know recording more and more of our lives um, just uh, you know incidentally without even you know uh, deliberately trying to uh, as for uh, artificial intelligence of the sort described in my story, Life Cycle of Software Objects, I don't expect to see that in my lifetime. Um, the type of artificial intelligence described in the story is one which I think is, uh, it is possible, but very, would be very, very difficult to achieve. And it would require, uh, I think, a, a radical shift in where, you know, the computer industry sort of puts its its efforts in. I don't think anyone actually is interested in making artificial intelligence of that sort at all right now. I think uh, um, the industry is the industry's focus is uh, much more toward you know sort of um, useful tools for people to use, not uh, not. Uh, artificial entities that are kind of animal-like or kind of person-like. Um, and, and to kind of bring it into sort of the more philosophical elements of your work, um, another theme um, in your work is the interwoven nature of science and religion. How do you think those two forces interact with one another in your work, taking us back to a time period when they weren't considered so opposite from one another. So uh, I've uh, I've always been interested in the the ways that uh, scientists of the past understood their work, because uh, many scientists were devoutly religious. And you know they saw no conflict between their scientific research and their belief. Um, and it was, I think, very common for scientists in the past to uh, see their work as uh, a way of better understanding uh, God and God's creation. And uh, and you know, I think that the, uh, the the thrill that scientists had when you know they made a a real discovery, when they understood something for the universe about the universe for the first time, I think for them that was that was religious awe, uh, or as close as you know uh, as anything can be. To that, uh, their uh, their wonder at the universe was uh, uh, an appreciation of God's majesty, and so you know that is something which we you know don't see a lot of nowadays. I think you know I think probably there are still scientists who who would phrase it in. In those terms, but not as many as in the past. And um, 
yeah, so that is something that I, you know, I guess I am interested in exploring. Uh, because I think that the, um, uh, I think, you know, that the, the sense of wonder that science fiction is sort of famous for is a way of recreating the, um, the thrill of scientific discovery that scientists uh, for, uh, are after. And, and which in itself is, uh, you know, sort of the scientist's analog of uh, religious people's pursuit of uh, of experiences of awe. So, you know, so I feel like yeah, there is a there's a there is a line connecting all of these. And as a science fiction writer, do you have any role models or sources of inspiration you look to? Well, uh, I mean, there are a lot of writers whose work I admire. Um, uh, I I always um, I always mention uh, the writer John Crowley. Um, he wrote a novel called Engine Summer. I read it when I was in college, and it had uh, an enormous influence on me. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, and he 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 is still working, and uh, um, he you know he is still you know a novelist I admire greatly. And I have to ask, uh, what's your favorite uh, of the short stories in Exhalation and why? I don't have a favorite story. Uh, I, I, I guess I don't really think about them in that way. And um, this is my last question. Um, this is more of like a story um, writing structure question. In your opinion, what makes a good story? Um, well, I think that one of the things that we want from stories in general is um, uh, the ending, which is both surprising and inevitable. Uh, we want an ending which um, which we you know, didn't see coming, but uh, when we actually encounter it, makes complete sense. And we feel like, oh yes, we should have seen that coming or not in the sense that it was uh, predictable, but in the sense that there's a rightness about it. Um, it, it, it is appropriate. Uh, so I think, I guess, you know, what we're looking for in stories is something which simultaneously captures those two aspects, the, um, uh, the surprising, but also the inevitable. Thank you to author Ted Chang for speaking with me and the UCSB library for helping bring this interview together. With KCSB News, I'm Aubrey Valerio.